0: Hello and welcome back to the Envious Podcast with me, Lucy. Me Sam.
1: Me Alex.
0: How are we all today? Good. <laughs> I was yeah, going to say ladies, but I guess like. Uh... Yeah, I mean, <laughs> we... ladies can be gender,
1: gender neutral, non-conforming,
0: non-conforming people. Yes. What what um, is the collect
1: What is the collective noun for a group? People. This Friends, is very professional folks.
0: of us uh, because Pounds. we should have we should have organised this a long time ago. But we kind of just we're, we're fluid. That's that's the point, isn't it? So yeah. You know, no uniform name at all, really, or or yeah. identity, and just whatever we feel is appropriate at the time. How are we all? What, what's uh, what's new in the worlds of Alex and Sam?
2: I have green hair now. That's about it.
0: Oh, this is really funny. We were talking what, about this before the um, podcast.
1: What? What shade of green is it? Like, is it like, is it like, quite neon?y Is it like dark? Uh,
2: it's not neon, but it's not dark. It's very. I don't know how to describe it other than green green. Is it Grinch
1: it's, green?
0: Uh, slightly darker than that. Is it um, Christmas tree green? Yeah probably <laughs> <laughs> this is our new scale of greens isn't it yeah. we'd be great at um deluxe wouldn't we is it a crown no it's crown isn't it that do all the colors it's
1: all both of them do so what what's what's uh what's been happening with you lately
0: though i stumbled across um some very funny old photos on my phone uh a couple of uh days ago it was really odd um some of my very very early sort of dressing pictures and actually i thought this was a really interesting topic um i thought it would be good in this podcast today to talk about some of our sort of learning experiences uh, when we first started out um some things that we're maybe not quite so proud of um just to show that uh you know it is a learning experience no matter how experienced you are in the whole world of dressing makeup and styling and a lack of fashion in my case.
1: What 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 was in the photo that made you feel like oh let's go and let's go and make sure that people learn from our mistakes? I, so, I feel that's what you're implying, anyway.
0: Yeah, about so I uh, I probably started doing makeup about six years ago, and um, <laughs> I I decided at the time that I really wanted to keep my beard. I was really inspired by first. Do you remember her from um, Yeah, Euro- Eurovision. Eurovision uh, yeah, Eurovision. Yeah
2: rise like a phoenix thing yeah
0: actually do you know what in a way it must have been like a roundabout inspiration because i I, at the time i I was obviously i was already into sort of um cross-dressing and stuff and and expressing that side of me but um yeah i i saw that eurovision show and i was like oh yeah do you know what this this you know this person can um rock a beard and do a very nice makeup look so i decided that that was my kind of excuse to myself for doing it because i just felt very insecure at the time so the photos that came up were just basically me i didn't think my makeup was too bad i think my lipstick was probably a little bit too uh too much um but yeah very full-on beard um and actually i think i'd stuck my eyelashes on the right way so there weren't any gaps but um i'll, I'll, I'll give myself a bit of a compliment there but uh it was it was quite awful <laughs> I think yeah. the wig did it as well, like just. It's probably sometimes... the cheap
2: wig more than the beard, because I think <laughs> yeah. makeup with facial hair can look good. Um, but yeah, I get where you're coming from. It probably was <laughs> It probably didn't help that it was early days with you and learning how to do makeup, and exactly. trying to do makeup around a beard, to still sort of feminise your face, is tricky.
0: I also think as well that um, you can do beard and makeup quite well if you trim your beard, which I wasn't doing at the time. So my beard was quite whirly and sort of, you know, a bit wild and kind of wiry and whatever. Uh, (laughs) I think this is like a £10 wig that I bought online as well. Um, I was very... uh, what's the word sort of private kind of incognito about a lot of what I did and I had a girlfriend at the time as well who didn't know at the time I don't think no um so I was a very um you know sort of I didn't want to spend lots of money on things and I wasn't sure about it. I was dipping my toes in it as well um and so yeah it was very I've looked back now and I'm just <laughs> It's terrible. You two must have some uh, interesting, maybe slightly bordering on cringe stories uh, from you from your starting up. Can't just be me. I think everyone has
2: bad moments when they're first starting out with anything, let alone makeup or experiencing gender or experimenting with gender or anything, even playing guitar or um, painting or all these various different skills. Everyone always makes mistakes when they start out. But on that note. Uh, Yeah, there's some terrible photos of me somewhere Um, just wearing God knows what. I don't understand how I thought any of those outfits were good. But it's like um, really shit denim shorts and uh, like this kind of disgusting ribbed T-shirt that had like split sides. And yeah, it wasn't good.
0: Oh, I'm trying to visualise that. When you say that, it just makes you sound like you're from the future. (laughs) Like ribbed t shirt, well, they're, they're, they're a thing,
1: yeah, they're a thing,
0: ribbed not like you... massive ribs,
2: but like or like your ribs in you, but like um, like lines that go down the shirt that are like different thicknesses in, in
0: between. I don't know how to oh, describe okay. it, okay. I think I've, I think I can visualize it now, right? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. no. I, I
1: I think yeah I think I think there's definitely obviously there's a the cringe I think when you look back at um attempts I think at, at, at trying to size up but I, I don't know if it's necessarily cringe because I, I think as Sam was saying you're there's always that learning curve I think um, and and actually I think like if I if I think back to some of those things like sometimes I I imagine it's the same for all of us there was probably was a sense of like somewhat some euphoria i think at the time like you were like oh actually i i'm happy with this based on where my current skills or the, my current budget or like yeah it wasn't always great but like i i looked at some photos i think and um recently i was just like doing a bit of a clear out because i was um yeah like cleaning out like my google photos library because because i've got like too much storage uh, in it and um and and there were definitely ones when I was like, oh, I remember at the time actually being really happy with this. And and although it's like probably good for at the time, it was it was better than than all the ones before it. Now I maybe wouldn't be as a hundred percent happy with it, but but yeah, it's a, it's a learning curve, and I, I know we've I know there's all the tips episodes um, of the podcast which which cover a bit of things there. Um, I think actually for me the most cringe stuff actually is 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 maybe also just like it's it, yeah as I said it's not necessarily the looks I think it's maybe the ways of, of approaching it so like like what was your like how did you go about like either getting stuff or, or preparing for things there and, and and you look back and you're like oh why was I doing that or or maybe like just um yeah like when you're starting out I think you also like being like online and stuff like that you could be quite yeah it's, it's a bit of like a sort of it, it yeah it, it, it it's it's it's, it's the social side as well as I think, yeah, the, the actual look side, I think maybe.
0: Just on your point about, um, where you buy things from, I've I just remembered uh, a really <laughs> funny memory about when I first went to like a shop in the high street. I just did inverted commas there. I don't know why I did that. Um, but it, it was a shop. It was a closed shop. Um, and, uh, it was tk maxx actually we went to my friend and i just i'd only just told her about it was the first person i actually told i didn't know them that well about my dressing and that i wanted to take it further and i really wanted to go to a high street just to find some normal clothes and we went there and we found a pair of shoes the the only size that fit me and my size nine feet um it's really hard to find shoes for like size. Oh, you, actually, you think size, size nine, nine, nine and a half bad. ten yeah, no, I'm actually a 10. I, I, I don't know why I was looking at size 9s. I've since realised I'm actually a 10, so it's even harder. What are you? Are you 11 or something? I'm a 10, just. So the only place I can
2: find that do size 10 UK shoes is ASOS or the specialist yeah. drag places.
0: Yeah, I know. Um, I, 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 Amazon do it sometimes. Not that, you know, Amazon's a big bad, so we don't like supporting Amazon. But Amazon do do larger shoes. We don't well like them
2: but they're the only place that actually support us. Yeah, so, yeah she she yeah. actually sells
0: shoes or um what's the um only Maker's quite good. The only maker you get a plug yeah, on our podcast. They
2: sell through Amazon in the UK. Um yeah. but yeah, you can go through them individually anyway or externally. But the the,
1: the size the sizes are you you need to be really like accurate in measurement on on the size of mm. OnlyMaker, yeah. cuz because I I I ordered what I thought was the right length, but actually the width was was a bit off. So I've got like, I think I've got I managed to sell one of the pairs, but I've got like two pairs of shoes which are. It's because they're not...
2: designed or they're based off of um, well they're based off of measurement, which is never a great idea, because unless they're custom fit, they're never gonna be perfect, um, and they're also based off of enlarged Chinese sizes, I think. Hmm. Yeah. Which I know I know this is an issue when people buy clothing from Amazon as well. Is that a lot yeah. of that is Asian or in particular Chinese uh sizing. Um
1: Yeah. Well um we I feel like we've gone away from the story. <laughs> the the yeah, story
0: was, yeah. So bring us back to the story. So we uh, uh there was his shoes, um the only shoes that I could find, we could find in there. It's very funny as well because obviously I was doing it incognito. So what she was doing, she was pretending to be my girlfriend and basically she was going, I wonder if this would look good on me and just hold it up to me. And I just sort of pretend to be a bit nonchalant and kind of like, oh, yeah, yeah, here we go, getting dragged around the shop. Um, And I sort of do a sly nod if I liked it or something. Um, some very questionable outfits in in the range, um, and then uh, yes, yeah, so we found these shoes. I put them on. They were like the horrible kind of DAP work shoes that some that were like trendy back about 2014 That's what that era, like the horrible buckles on. You, you know what I'm talking about? The ones that you can kind of get from Primark, pretty much everywhere. Black DAP shoes. That's
1: like a DAP shoe?
0: Like a DAP is like. Um, you know, did did you ever have DAPs at school? They were like. Oh, the, you
2: mean like the canvas? Uh, plimsoll yeah, like things. a canvas.
0: Yeah, plimsoll type shoes. Yeah, sort of like slippers. Yeah. <laughs> you slip them on. Like um, vans, like a checkered. Um, yeah, a bit of, like that, but they don't have but, laces. Yeah, mm, but it, um, Alex means the the slip on ones, don't you? Like the chef shoes. Yeah, they used to have those chef shoes. But, um the horrible buckles on as well, these these shoes. Uh, anyway, I, I finally got rid of them about two years ago and I, I was so happy to see the back of them. But <laughs> um, but yeah, that was an awful story. Do you two have any... Um, so, uh, Sam, I know you touched on the the whole sort of first outfit thing, but do you two have like a purchase or something when you first started that was really... Uh, you were so glad to see the back of maybe? Did you keep yes. it in your sort of box or something and you were like... Get rid of it.
2: Yeah. I, I, had, um, I don't understand why I bought this, but I had a like gilet vest thing that was like fake sheep uh, in like Sherpa interior, but it was sticking out of the seams. You know what I mean? So it was like this fake leather thing with uh, fake sheep uh, wool. Like inside, like a Sherpa hmm. coat, and all of the wool was like sticking out the seams, like it was sort of like one of those old coats. But, uh, it, sort it, of, was like, but it was sticking out the seams. Yeah, it was like a vest. It was really weird. I don't Didn't know what. it look like I someone had stabbed
0: it. a sheep? Like through the, they're like there's just all this sheep's uh, wool coming quite, out. Like... I'm, like I'm imagining something very vivid here. I'm yeah, sure it, the it, audience it is odd. as well. They're listening to it. It was odd.
1: <laughs> uh... The fact you can't even
2: describe it says quite a lot about how bad it was.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh, I think, yeah, there's stuff that... I think there's stuff... It was really funny, actually, with with your story, um, Lucy, was... um, I think I I remember when I was first, like... Like, I, I, I was... I guess you're just conscious about it. I think I was buying tights and I went to Primark to buy some tights. And... I think I was so like just worried like it, it shouldn't be like a weird thing buying just a, a pair of tights in in a shop and 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 I guess ultimately if you work in re- like the the shop assistant you, you know it, it was it was like um the one in um Tottenham Court Road so I think it's like one of the biggest Primark's in the UK like you very much get lost in that crowd there. Um... And I, I, think I was so concerned about. It. I was like, "Oh, can I get a gift receipt for that?" Like, as if I was just going to buy someone like some basic, Primark tights <laughs> as, a, yeah. as a present. And it's just like, um, but yeah, I, I think yeah, in terms of outfits, I think. So, I'm starting to regret it. I haven't got rid of it, but I'm. Start, I I bought um. Not regret it. I just feel like I I don't get the value of money. So when when I first um, dressed, I, I think I've covered it on previous episodes. I used a dressing service, and when I went, we just because the dress use um, the the person who runs it was like, oh, we should use a breastplate and stuff. And I thought that was really cool at the time, but it was obviously the first time. And so one of the first things I bought was a breastplate. And then therefore all of the clothes I bought were like really low cut to go and like take advantage of it. And then I'm like, no, this, I don't find it very practical to wear. It's not very comfortable to wear. I think it's just been sitting in the cupboard that it's gone like a bit funny shaped and I, I like I'm sure I could fix it and and you have to wear like a really thick necklace which I've I've never been able to find the a necklace that's like stylish and covers up the seam. Um, oh and my yeah, god!
0: Tell me about it. The, yeah, the necklaces that you find, that oh my god, we should make uh, an episode completely about breastplates. We need to talk about. It. I know um, Sam, you don't tend to do I that sort them. of stuff. I like this. I really do not like them. But you have an opinion of them, which is they, enough, really. They,
1: because, they, <laughs> it, they they can look really good in photos. They, they can look really good, like if you do. If you want to go and, as I said, I think at the time, if they're
2: the expensive ones, I think they can look half decent. But the majority of the time, they look shit.
1: Yeah, I I don't know. Well, I've said I I I I thought mine. Yeah. The the one I've got is um from um boob shops so there that, that mm. <laughs> thing. And, shop, yeah. and mainly because they they do a bit more sort of skin tone matching and stuff. But um but anyway, I'm not going to go and uh, you know, I, I I think at the time for me it was it was it was I think and I think this is what drives I think this is what drives the cringe purchases a little bit is there's an aspect. I think for me it was it was it was something that I hadn't experimented with myself before. but I had money to spend, and I guess there was a euphoria in. I guess a breastplate can make you look quite different, like from your your male self, because it because I guess if 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 it, if you put, do it right and you take yeah you know you wear the right outfits, it it can look it can look realistic. And I think there was like an investment in that and. Now, yeah, like a lot of the early outfits I bought, are a bit, yeah, they're a bit too low cut. Some, some are a bit too big because it was to accommodate like for the size there. Um, I think as well, also, I, I think the mistake I made was as well is with men's clothes. I tend to wear quite like loose fitting stuff. Like I'll go, I always go for something that's a bit looser. But for for female fashion, not in all cases, but that, that I think for a long time, especially with plus size clothing. It was very much a case of of, of wearing it, so it's relatively form fitting, uh, form figging form hugging. Um, so yeah, like so form fitting and form hugging. Form fitting, yeah, yeah. form figure hugging. Yeah, there we go. Uh, you, you 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 know you know me too well, so you know. What I, I, I quite like
0: say. that form form figging
1: Form figging <laughs> yeah. So so there, there's some stuff which I've got I've got rid of to like charity shops and and, and things like that, where it basically just made me look like I was like. I don't know like a, a pregnant lady like trying to hide you know stuff like it, it feels like a tent basically but um but yeah so so i think that's yeah there's definitely mistake mistakes were made i don't think realistically i would have if if i was to start again i don't think i'd own a breastplate at any, any at any stage it was it was fun at the dressing service it is it was fun for like a little bit but actually all the outfits are really impractical and i'll never wear them out because I, i'm never going to wear a breastplate out of the
0: house, I don't think it's just leading on from your breastplate um, uh, story there. Um, I uh, it was a couple of years ago when we were doing gender shake in Sheffield. I uh, that was such a cringe moment, and I can't again, those photos came Which up on oh,
1: Sheffield, was there? Oh, not it wasn't Sheffield, sorry, shake, it was uh, it.
0: Leeds. It was in Leeds, um, uh, that second night, I think it was the second uh, yeah. night, yeah. yeah, the
1: second one, yeah.
0: Um uh, It was. Oh I'm God! It was such a. Explain it, <laughs>
1: it
2: was yeah. the, uh, to me in vivid detail exactly what was so crazy. It was about it was
1: Gen Sha- shake Leeds. I think we went to Viaduct uh, for most of that one and Queen's Court.
2: Yeah, but so, that sounds like every night out in Leeds. I'm sorry. No, no, <laughs> I'm no bit, Yeah. yeah but I, 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 no, but okay, I think so other ones is...
1: you go to other places. But this one, I think it was like exclusively.
0: We went to the karaoke bar, didn't we? And we were doing the um. The, the, st- the 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 main, the gist of this is that basically I rushed my makeup. I wasn't, uh, this is uh, the next gender shake on from the first one, which is where I wore a bin bag skirt. And, <laughs> and James, my friend our, friend, our mutual friend, never um, let me down. Uh, let me, let that go, let that dissipate. Uh, it always brings it up. Um, so we make a joke about it now. But it was basically this vinyl skirt that I um, bought for for it and I I was wearing around thinking I look really great and I I look back at the pictures I think oh god yeah that that skirt's horrible (laughs) um so this is the second attempt at doing some makeup I rushed it so I forgot to do loads of stuff on my face but the one thing that I I'm always drawn to is the fact that I decided to wear um breast fillets these chicken fillets um which i'm sure quite a lot of us in the community are acquainted with but they're basically sort of boob inserts that you wear um <laughs> and uh they just they don't look anything like your skin and if you they're, they're really for um wearing underneath clothing and not for like wearing a top where maybe you'll see the tops of them and i was so i loved wearing tops that were quite like low sort of i don't know i just i just like that sort of stuff and um and yet, I'd still you'd see these like chicken fillets every so often poking through. And I, can't, I look back at the pictures. I just think, God, that's the one thing that I like. I, I can forgive my makeup, cut, but the, the, just the chicken fillets, just look horrible. I just, I
1: think, it, but I think, I think it sort of links to. I, I think like with a lot of my outfits, because cause when I was using the breast, the breast form, and and we're used wearing all these low cut things, I think the other cringing is like about I guess like the validation that you sometimes like I think and and I don't think there's anything wrong with seeking validation from people online that it can just be I think looking back like the best performing posts for example on Reddit were always the ones where it was a bit more low cut and you 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 then are like oh this is great like I'm getting like recognition and and then you do on these really cringe outfits and stuff like that and it's just uh
0: Oh, I'm a lover for low cut. I, I mean, I'm definitely a bit of a um, attention seeker.
1: <laughs> yeah, I I, I I do like now with like improved methods and stuff because, um, like you know, compress like making use of natural sort of, I guess, chub around that area and um and and, and things like that. You can make, you can make it really good, but but yeah, I I, I think it's just. I don't know. I, I think I look back and and, and I, I went through a bit of a purge actually, on because I I think I used to not delete stuff on Instagram or, or Reddit and stuff, and and I was like, I actually like as as I I guess yeah, I just did I just didn't I I wasn't comfortable with with things like I think I've got one which was in lingerie, and I it obviously did really well <laughs> because I got loads of likes on it, but I was like, oh no, that's.
0: This this the amazing. one from? It was from, yeah, it was, from, it was yeah. from the
1: dressing service as well. <laughs>
0: oh, my God. didn't I share about Lowe's? You were like, why would you keep using that lingerie shot?" Yeah, it was...
1: Well, there's a the whole shout-out thing. I, I found the shout-out thing, a little bit, like, not super cringe, but I think, like, the desperation to be on, like, a... And, I, I, again, <sighs> yeah. I don't think there's anything wrong, but I think it's sort of, like, just a really weird... Like, now thinking about it, it reminds me a bit of... Um, this is probably too old for Sam... But on MySpace, when you used to do like bulletins on it, and then that would always datify everyone. It feels like that, like when you do a share and, and, and things like that.
0: You have a better recollection of that than I do. And we're the same age, so uh, I did don't you, know. I do, think I was too not, busy on MySpace. MySpace like, MySpace, yeah. I, I was so, too busy doing like, you know, finding emo lyrics and... Um...
1: What about top friends? You know when you did top friends on... on...
0: Oh, yeah. And people used and that... to get really um, sad, didn't they, if they weren't on your top friends?
1: And if you fell out with someone, you'd move them like one down, or like <laughs> yeah. if you, you, you know, like. Yeah. That was so.
0: That was so petty, wasn't it? it? was almost like more petty than. It was almost pettier yeah. than it is now, actually thinking yeah. about it.
1: But yeah, I mean, do 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 you? I, I've obviously just gone over the about like yeah, I think, and and as I said, I don't have I don't have any hate for people who who do th- who 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 obviously are about the the outs and 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 I think like. And if you want to do, like, you wear what you want. I, I as said, I said, I just, I find my, looking at myself, I find it a bit cringe me, me doing it. But, um, but I don't know. Do, do you have, like, things that you, you maybe are like, oh, actually, would I have done that if I was starting again? Like, if you had to restart?
2: I think I probably would, if I'm being honest, because it's a learning process, isn't it? Um, there are things I regret, obviously, of, like, certain things I probably wouldn't have done um like trying out certain bits of clothing or certain makeup styles or uh spending money on things i probably shouldn't have done um mm-hmm. but that's all a part of learning who you are what your style is so i don't think i would change anything
0: yeah you you put quite a lot of time though, didn't because i remember the first night we all went out and effectively the first night that we met in person and I remember you, your makeup was like pretty, you know. Like I remember thinking, oh, Na-, um, well, when you were called Naomi at the time, I thought, oh, Naomi's really, um, you know, done done a really nice job there. And and like obviously you had your hair it was, you had your not natural hair, didn't you? Yeah, you did. And um, yeah, hey, I, I still had long hair at that point. Yeah, but and I feel like out of the whole bunch, really, um, yeah, there were a few people that were sort of. Happier in there, and probably haven't sort of changed so much. Um, but I, I felt like you were one of those people that sort of were quite confident, at least in what you were doing. And I, I guess that came <laughs> I I, came on the back of quite a few but, learning. I think you,
1: you you could do eyeliner properly. I remember your I remember when I first met you, your bio was something like I do something like that and practice eyeliner at night or something. It was like oh, your, I can't
2: remember it, what it was, but yeah, yeah, I you like you,
1: you put that into you compartmentalize that, yeah. But I remember, I remember, yeah. I I think, um, but yeah, I think that yeah, there were definitely people who, such as yourself, who, because because actually, yeah, when when we first went out, again this, I keep referencing dressing. Ser- I used um, the the dressing service the the makeup the dressing service to to do my makeup. I think the first time I went out because I was just so self conscious that everyone else would be like a, ma- a million times better, and at the time, I I could barely apply foundation without like looking like i'd just like transplanted the face onto onto mine or something like that i so. mean that's
0: quite a that's quite an impressive achievement if you can transplant a face on with just foundation alone i mean <laughs> it
1: was just badly blended and matched and stuff yeah you did not...
0: like a, do you mean like um when a kid sort of gets a potato, you know, they do the, the stamps, don't they? Because like, Are you calling it, it Alex is a very potato. Patty. No, <laughs> <I'm laughs> that's very I'm just rude. Saying that, like, you know, I know, just...
1: <laughs> I know, I know. I've been, I've no, not definitely really the healthiest diet during lockdown, but
0: uh... <laughs> not, not at all. We no, this is not. This is not. Um, uh, no, I'm referring to the the process by which uh, you. One might uh, stamp their face. I mean, I still do it now. I still stipple. You know, the idea of stippling your foundation on, which is essentially just getting a big flat brush and just pounding your sort of skin with, it. not or pounding, beauty, but beauty blender. <laughs> well. just just doing... Yeah, face. exactly. Yeah, you beat your face. That's what it's called, isn't it? Beating it. A... <laughs> oh, that um...
1: sounds like a euphemism.
2: I <laughs> am um... yeah, curious what it's going to be like when we're back to normal because I I haven't dressed properly in months. I don't think I can't remember the last time I properly dressed, Um, so I'm gonna be so out of practice.
0: Do you think you're gonna have any cringe moments though?
2: My makeup probably won't be the best, let me put it that way. But um, yeah, well, I don't know, because I have sort of changed my wardrobe and my style up in lockdown, Um, so probably not. Mm. I, I do need to sort my wardrobe out actually, that is a good reminder.
0: But this is an interesting uh, thing as well. I've noticed um, when I take periods away from dressing sometimes, and I actually think a little bit more about, like. so I've actually got a on, on my piece of paper here, I've drawn out an eye shape, because uh, looking back at those photos um, from last year, I think it was, there was one from last year, and I realised that I did my eyeliner very differently to how I do it at the minute, and I, and I have a tendency to do my eyeliner. I sort of lift it up too much sometimes. Um, and this was like a really nice sort of sort of triangle on, on my oval, my almond-shaped eyes, if you like, which is quite a hard shape to get right. Um, and it just looked really nice with like a really full lash. Um, so I think that um, sometimes there are things that you forget when you're doing your process. But if you take time out as well, sometimes from doing makeup for quite a long time, I think you, like, so like you were saying with your wardrobe, like you, it gives you time to actually think about kind of what, what you're works doing and what doesn't, yeah. yeah i think if you're if you're quite creative as well at, at sort of heart you maybe, um uh you know you sort of you do think about that subconsciously anyway and you're kind of working out I can't, I can't believe last year i was doing full drag looks like in march i did a drag look for the last night out and i look back at it i was like jeez how did i do that like covering my eyebrows you know with the glue and drawing them on and i sometimes i do things and i'm like Five months later, I'm like, how how the how did I do that?
1: Mm. I think um, I think though um, what I fancy. So I think the last time I did it was like again, it was months ago, like proper full face of makeup. But I remember at the time because it'd been so long. Then um, I I think I thought a little bit more about the process a little bit, and it was really rushed for some reason because I think I was having a bit of like a a flap as well before, and I think I had like it was it was before one of those. Um, Sort of catch up quizzes that we, that we do, um, and um, yeah, and and but then I remember it'd be I, I was like I think it looks good but I can't remember if this is good or not. But then I got really, I got I got a couple of nice messages from people afterwards saying oh I thought your makeup was really good and I was like I mean I've rushed I feel like I rushed it and I feel like I'd I'm set out of practice but I think maybe in a way the pressure of it made made me think a little bit more like oh does has this worked or actually do I need to go and do this again and. Oh, I need to get this right first time so I don't have to like wipe it all off and yeah, it was it was interesting. Um yeah, but I, I, I don't know again, I think as well doing like makeup and going on like a webcam over whatever Google Meet, Zoom, you know, other services, whatever service you like to use, is probably like I, I also worry that it looks really good on a webcam where it's compressed but actually in person it's gonna look like really, really bad and and like over the top or something.
0: That is the thing, isn't it? Like sometimes you don't quite know how much a filter on a camera or the, the low lower resolution of some pictures makes you look a bit 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 less um, wrinkly. Um, as as is uh, the trouble when you get to our ripe old age, Alex. Is it not? Actually, I think you're. You, you're keep, right, you keep you keep you
1: keep pretending that we're really old.
0: <laughs> we're just old compared some to some of the Sam. listeners on this podcast. Uh, you know.
1: Yeah, but yeah. that that
0: creates quite a that creates quite a generational gap, doesn't it?
1: <laughs> would you say I would Sam? Would you say you're a millennial or Gen Z?
2: I've no idea. Um, I'm like on the line of both. I think. Yeah. I think if we're going technically, I think I am a millennial. Just, huh. um, but yeah, I don't
0: know. You, you've had more time on set, so, like. Have we had more t- We probably had well, more time is, on this, social like, media to make mistakes. If, you, if you're
2: going off of the description of, like, Gen Z grew up on the internet, well, yes, I did, but I also remember dial-up. So, like, but does it, that make me is, a millennial? I don't know.
1: Is it? Is it very much like, like, you know, like the whole, like, 2001, like, 911 and stuff? It's, I think, like, the, the defining, I think the thing that made a lot of difference is, Millennials remember a, a reasonable amount of time before that, whereas I think like Gen Z, it's very much like life was as it is, as like post that, like we were we were always at like war and things like that.
0: Yeah, I know. And I remember going to the air- airplane, um, you know, the front cabins of airplanes. So you were allowed to go into the sort of front and talk to the pilot. Not now, you're not. <laughs> um, but I, I think uh, just leading up, the idea that like, Kids around today, or like people, even what born 2000, and what five way well, 2000, even like the idea that they basically, um, throughout their whole life, essentially, if they're given a phone really young, as well. Like, or, I think the thing is, like, you can make mistakes and you can kind of look back over them, and um, you can make mistakes and you can kind of, um, do them without recording them. But if, with all this technology and stuff, people are making mistakes, not mistakes, but like things that maybe they cringe about later in life, and it's all stored on your phone or it's stored on like Facebook and you can just see it all. I, I don't we, know whether it's always a good thing.
1: I think we're, we're, we're nearly at a point where there'll be adults, like adults, as is legally legal adults who can vote and stuff, who will have had their baby photos on
0: Facebook. That is such a weird concept uh, um, as well, isn't
2: it? So if you're going on legal adults at the minute, they would have born 2003. I think yeah. Facebook was 2007?
0: Yeah you're, yeah, you're bang on the money. Yeah. So I, I feel we're getting we're not close.
2: In another, we can... well, by 2025, legal adults will have been born at the time of Facebook. So if their baby photos went on in the first couple of weeks of Facebook, then yeah, you might be right. And do you yeah. think
0: all the people that have been putting up face filters um, on Reddit, you know, all these youngsters, when they get to sort of our age, they look back and they think, you know, they, they've practiced their makeup, they've put hours and hours of time in and they look back and they go, oh, that was so, you know, why, well, why yeah, did I use you face You think about <laughs> that, like, even
2: cis people do that. Like, if, yeah. I can look back on photos from when I was at my school prom and think, my haircut there is terrible. Or, like, my mum can look back at, like, outfits she wore in the 80s and hate them. It's the thing, you can always look back and you always regret certain things you do, but mm. that doesn't mean you should not do it.
0: And also, it's a part of, it. you know, it's, it, life is all about also learning to kind of celebrate those moments as well and learning to sort of, you know, where you might not have looked as optimum as you want to be at times doesn't matter because no one kind of...
2: looks perfect every waking minute of their life no exactly
0: <laughs> um uh, alex something you talked about earlier about the the breastplate thing and like people telling you things as well i think the important thing is that like quite often you have through your learning experiences when you get to a certain point it's a it's kind of like refining what you want to be sort of like you know it, it, a yeah sorry a is like refining what you want to be but b it's also um about how learning how to do that as well so you know you've got your makeup you've got your styling you've got all your fashion and stuff you can do all of that but you also have to go through this sort of journey of kind of working out what you actually want to do for yourself and like what works for you and and i think part of that cringe factor actually comes from the fact that like someone else is doing that for you or someone else is suggesting that thing for you and you go into it wholeheartedly thinking that that is you when actually it's not because I, I we were talking just before the podcast and um we were discussing like coming onto Instagram and when we all sort of started on Instagram and there was such a um i i basically just added everyone onto my face instagram account and I was, you know, clicking away. Yep, this person, this person, this person, this person, and they all had a certain vibe about them. They were all sort of doing a certain thing. Um, I think they saw dressing and they saw like that kind of stuff in a slightly more uh, fetishy kind of way. Um, and I think there was an element in that for me as well. But like uh, over time, I've, I've I really started dressing. I think just because I loved doing it when I was like nine years old, I wanted to wear dresses and stuff, you know, I thought it was great. So that that, although that crept in a little bit, it kind of it's now much more about like expressing my identity. And over time, even then it was as well. Mm-hmm. But now I've just got all these accounts that pop up on my Instagram, and they're just all these sort of fetish accounts and things. I have to go through and delete them, but I'm, yeah, you know, I can't be bothered to go through all of them. But like when I see one, I'm like, delete, delete, delete. Yeah. And it just shows how much you grow as a person sometimes that you you kind of you, you're kind of forced into these these avenues at the beginning. But then, you know, when you start breaking out of them, I think that's where the sort of cringe factor sometimes comes from as well, looking back.
1: Yeah. I think it's worth highlighting that you know, you can be gender fluid and you can also have a sexual connection to it and be into a fetish and stuff. Um, yeah, it's not a shameful side. thing to it's, have. Well, yeah. There's
2: a difference between fetishes, well, doing it for a fetish and doing it to express yeah. your gender identity. They yes, can definitely. be a lot of the times intertwined, I think, mm-hmm. but they're not yeah. the same thing. And I think a lot of people's issues or a lot of the issues that face trans people especially... Is that stigma that they do it to please people? they no, not for them. Yeah. They do it to please others.
1: Yeah. No, no, yeah, I agree. I, I, I was just more just caveating it from from that side because, um, yeah. But it, yeah, it, it. I think I, I, I definitely have had the same problems as you. like where I guess the way that I cut down is if I go on stories and I suddenly see a bit too much of someone that and then then i realized oh actually all of their contents like that and i don't have any personal connection i'm like oh that's someone i accepted because it was like a hashtag follow or um a thing like that
0: s s s -S.
1: (laughs) no yeah not not even not even that it was just more like i guess you followed people within and because i think as well i i guess as I think it it's also probably matches a little bit with 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 um sort of I guess under yeah sort of knowing what you are because I think I think for me um it was very much like oh I I I was unsure about gender but I again not knowing about um not knowing enough about like what it means to be non binary or gender fluid or anything it was very much like oh I'm a cross-dresser that's a, and, and therefore there, but, and I think crossdresser is, it's not a, it's it, like, although it, again, it has like close links to gender nonconformity technically it's, it's, it's an activity, it's, a, it's like, it's almost like a hobby and stuff, and, and for some people, as I said, it's a fetish, it's a sexual thing uh, there, and so you, 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 yeah, you, you sort of fall into that umbrella, and then you, you suddenly have people who are they may be cross dress and they're, they're they're really about they may be really attracted to other cross dressers and they, they want to hook up and you, you yeah it's just like cross purposes isn't it really it's it's sort of like there's something there's something similar I I, I guess the, the the thing to remove like the opposite of that is is something like drag for example where it's it's very much it's clearly a performance art but there's obviously that commonalities again there um yeah I was, like it's it's just really it's it's it's, it's yeah there's there's definitely cringe from that and i think there's cringe on trying to get acceptance within the community when you actually maybe hadn't thought as much about which where where do you fall under like what is why do you do what you do and stuff like that
0: i think drag is quite a good uh thing to look at for this actually because you can get it be, be uh, my housemates struggle to understand this actually one of them does that you can get um like a, a basically a trans person does drag because they think in their head that drag is just something that like men do to, um, to look like drag queens, you know, but uh, but actually drag is the uh, kind of the expression. Mm -hmm. And then underneath that is like, however you, you know, where you are on your gender can be wherever, you know, like it could be female to male, could be male to female, could be, um, uh, non-conforming. You could be, uh, you know, anything, anything under the umbrella um and and that's i think that's another way to look at cross-dressing and like fetishes and stuff and um just as a final note on that but um the 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 two aren't linked necessarily you know you can be into cross-dressing but be any kind of yeah you could be be cis you could be um bi you could be uh, and then obviously you can you can identify as a a woman you can identify as a man um you know as trans or whatever so there's lots of there's lots of different avenues i think and i think yeah just looking back over that all now it's just funny it's just funny to see that kind of how i started my journey and now where i am like um you know my the whole kind of vibe of my instagram has changed so much over time and now i'm much more about like makeup and kind of helping people out if i can and just wearing nice clothes and, and portraiture and sort of photography and things um but you know we all started in a very i think in you know, a quite a different place um just as a general community, I think as well, because a lot of us have kind of expanded, and obviously we do the podcast now as well. So this is another facet of like where we want to be now.
1: And uh, obviously, let us know what you thought of this this episode. I, I guess it was maybe a little bit cringe for for us. Um, if, if if you like the cringe and you want to hear more cringe moments, you know we could do do a sequel to this episode at some point. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I feel like we'll run out of stories at some stage. Or, or maybe it'll, we'll, get, we'll, we'll get so long and we'll be cringing about what we were doing like this year. We'll be like, oh, I can't believe we, <laughs> yeah. we, we did X, Y and Z and, and things like
0: that. So that is perfectly possible though, isn't it? Because we'll be in a very different world potentially in, in sort of, you know, even in July. So we might be like, oh, those old people talking about that stuff, you know. I can't believe I sat the there past. doing
2: nothing with my time when I had all that free
1: time. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. You, I sense sarcasm there, Sam. <laughs> well, you say that, but then
1: when you're at, like, when I look back at uni, I sometimes are like, oh, I did have lots of free time. Yeah, like, could I've
2: done uni, more with it? I mean, hindsight's twenty twenty, but you never know what's going to happen when you actually get to a period of time like this.
0: If you'd like to email us any of your stories or just any feedback or anything in general, then you can email us at mbspodcast at gmail and you can find us on Instagram at mbs underscore podcast. Don't forget to rate and review